Something in your eyes captured my soul. <laughs> girl, girl, what's the tea, girl? What song is that? I feel like, oh, I know. I can't think of. Is it Black Male Saint? I, I can't No, remember. girl. I just know that That's song. Mariah Carey, 1991. Oh, team. my God. Yes. That's. What what's the name of Can't it? Can't let go, girl. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah, bitch. I for, I always forget you are a you're you are a lamb. I am a lamb, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a meanie girl. Yeah. Have you ever seen her? Oh my god, yeah. I saw her in Madison Square Garden in 2006. I saw her in oh, wow. Detroit in 2005. Um, at oh, a football okay. game, at a at a Lions game. I bought tickets to the Lions game just to go see her at Thanksgiving, girl. I, oh, I, I don't give a goddamn about no football girl, so I just you, <laughs> I just wanted to go see Mimi when she came to town to sing on the Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit. So yeah, okay, excuse mm-hmm. me. No, I've only I've only seen her once, and that was at um, I saw her Christmas show last year, and it was wonderful. I gotta say, so if you've never seen her, because I've been worried, because you know she'd be that voice. Yeah, um, yeah. but. Uh, but she did it for that Christmas show, and she was doing live vocals. I wish I I would go do it again and get better seats because I was up in the rafters because I got those nosebleed seats. But still, it loved it. She looked good, sounded good. She still got it. Yeah, I remember you telling me you would go again, and I and I I say, girl, all we have is Mimi, girl, because we lost Michael, we lost Whitney, we lost Prince. All we got is Mimi. All we got is so I I'll just say, and I get it. I know, I know who she is, but I at that time also really loved Tony Braxton. Oh, um, break my heart. Yes, the anthem. Yes. never forget. Um, what was it twenty forty eight seven days something? Oh something. yes. So you going? <laughs> think you go- about you. You know, I love <laughs> you going back and forth between ninety two and ninety six tees, girl. <laughs> uh, but I know she was not, and again, baby face stole that money from her. Wow, we have just gone down it. Welcome to Tuesday, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> we are not just gonna. That was L- that was L.A. Reed. That was L.A. Reed who stole her money. Oh, allegedly. It, I, I thought Baby allegedly. Faced, I thought didn't she do some bad deals with the producer too? But I think L.A. Reed is the thief. Allegedly, I think Babyface oh, okay. is just. I think he's like part of it, but not. I don't mm, know, girl. But it's L.A. But it's really L.A. Reed. Anyway, anyway, I am feeling so good because we got a couple gifts this week. You know. Beyonce hinted that she's giving us a little visual, so I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for my next moment. And I saw the um, Jennifer Hudson, the trailer for the new biopic that she's doing, playing Aretha. So glad it's her and not Cynthia Irvio. You know, no shade. Cynthia has a beautiful voice. She does. I see Harriet. She does. I'm good. But I there's something about... I want to see some black Americans playing Amen. black Americans. I figured. And um, Cynthia's done some shady things. Sometimes the glo- sometimes the international blacks don't always understand what American blacks go through in our language and what what is or isn't ghetto. But for another another time. Um, how are you doing, Miss Deverell? Yeah, good. I, girl, I'm I'm really excited about Black is King too. I feel I saw the visuals for that from the trailer. I I feel like. You know, I'm I'm definitely excited about that. I am a little worried still that they're gonna make Beyonce storm in Black Panther too. And we know we know that bitch can't <laughs> that's not, that girl cannot act. Not. We know Beyonce has a lot of talents, but acting is not her ministry. And we know we all know that. Let's keep it real, girl. Um I go ahead. I honestly don't think that's gonna happen. I hope not. Um like I think I see it, but I'm like uh, uh mm, because one is like 
if they're really trying, like, thinking about, like, entertain, like, the business-wise, if they're really trying to introduce Storm in Black Panther, they're going to introduce her for her own movie. I would hope. Like, come on, bitch. I'm not going to introduce Storm and not give her her own movie. And I just don't see Beyonce locking into some Marvel deal. Actually, also, Marvel doesn't like to pay their actors. They're notoriously well-known for not paying people. Um, and, like, locking them into, like, six and seven film deals and them only, like, getting, being able to renegotiate it after they're done. Oh, um, so Mar- Marvel's like, they, on some, like, old-school MGMT. Oh, yeah, girl. Like, where you, and yeah. they go after... You know, the only thing about Robert Downey... Robert Downey Jr. was on the slump of his career. You know, he had that DUI or something. Oh, way... He had way more than DUI, girl. Like, oh, was, yeah. She, she was oh, a heroin yeah, girl. Miss Robert Downey Jr. was a heroin who, girl. Who was yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Oh. So she's definitely going through it. So and um, Mr. Kevin Feige and um, oh, what's his face? The director. I just blank. His name just. Who also directed The Lion King? His name just left me. Um, but anyway, they kind of brought him back. But um, so I don't get to worry about that. But but do you wonder why isn't like Black is Queen? I, I mean, I guess it's like well, Black is King just works better. But I'm like. I don't know. I'm probably being that extra. Oh, girl, but you know how you know how hotep a lot of black people are. You know, calling like is that part? Like is that part that a part of me is like? And I, you know, Beyonce already had. You know, we know you stayed with that man after he cheated with you, girl. So (laughs) you go in there. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying though. I just like there. I just feel like is there another word? But, you know, the whole tips are going to go out there and really purchase this album. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus for all y'all. I, I'm going to do a one-month subscription to Miss Disney Plus just to, <laughs> oh, watch, yeah. just to watch Black is King. And then, you know. Okay. Oh, and I want to watch Hamilton, too. So, yeah, I'm going to just get that one-month subscription. Oh, yeah. that is a reason. Exactly. Well, I have Horizon. I don't know what I've been waiting. Well, I think I was waiting for more things to watch with it. <laughs> Other than like the Simpsons and Disney movies, but I think this might be. I do want to watch Hamilton, and I do want to check this out too. So, because I think you can get at least a year maybe for free with Verizon. Is Disney that still? Because you know I have Verizon too. Is that is that still a thing? I I think I just saw a commercial for it, so oh. I think it's at least worth looking into. So, oh good, you know, everybody's trying to. Everybody's trying to keep people th- these days. Um, but the Aretha pick, girl, I'm excited about that. I because Aretha handpicked Jennifer Hudson for that role before she died. Did she? she? Did she said that was the oh, girl wow. she wanted? Well, long, a, a long time ago, she said she wanted Holly Berry to play her, but Holly Berry can't mm. sing like that, girl. And that's you know that's not an appropriate mm. pick, girl. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson was the one, and I, I'm glad. I mean, and but Mary J. Blige is in it too, girl. And you know, I love Mary J. Yes. Blige. Yes. Ooh, she looked good. Yeah. So I think I think those girls are gonna do Detroit justice because you know Aretha was not just the queen of soul; she was the queen of Detroit too. Like at her funeral in 2018, girls, they had like hundreds of pink Cadillacs riding down Seven Mile in Detroit mm. girl, to honor her. So did you see any of that? I I didn't see it what what i did do is i tried to go see her in person lying in state we had her we treated her like royalty girl we had her lying in state Mm. at the african-american museum so but that line was so long that i had to go to an appointment or something but that's one Mm. thing i tried to do um you know the funeral was long girl i couldn't (laughs) they had some public (laughs) tickets to that but i couldn't do the funeral so i just honored her from afar Uh, she was the queen of detroit i mean you still yeah, you still honored her. I think when she had passed, you had asked me if there was anyone that Philly would do that sort of thing for. And I was kind of really racking my brain. I was like... Patty LaBelle, girl. Honestly, what about Patty LaBelle? I, I, right? Patty was the one you would jump to, uh, Miss Patty. But um, 
I don't think they would do all that for. I think I think some people would do Patty well, but I feel like in the way like a whole city loved. I think Black Philadelphia loved Patty. I mean, people love Patty. I almost think like a Will Smith, like Will. Oh. Now that I have to have time to think about it, I think Will Smith would get like that treatment. Like you are the son of Philadelphia. Like I feel like he would get that. Um, I think I think Philly just I think Philly during my short time there I, I think Philly is gonna do Patty <laughs> justice I think they will I think we're mm. underestimating Miss Philadelphia like okay I think they're gonna give her her respects like and hopefully that's a long okay. time away when she passes away because that yes girl I yes. saw her in concert either I think it was either last year or the year before and she still mm. has it she sang live those vocals she's deep in her seventies. She gave a full, she girl, she took the shoe off and everything, if, girl. If that teeny little bitty baby can fly, why? <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I think Philly, I, I, I pray Philly does Miss Patty justice because mm. she really, that girl, she deserves it. I love her. I actually, to be honest, let me tell you the truth because I'm a Detroit girl and this is sacrilegious. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a Patty girl than I am an Aretha girl musically. But what? but I don't tell really? a lot of girls that. But yeah, I'm more of a Patty Labelle girl, like That's musically. So I just I just like Aretha was my queen as a Detroiter, but. Patty is really like that's my girl, like for the old school girls. She really is. I respect Patty, but I don't think I've listened to nearly a, a nearly as many um, Patty songs or much of her catalog as I've listened to Aretha. Um, like, there's a couple Patty songs that I love the house down. But I think Aretha is like, like I could listen to a whole album of Aretha songs. You see, I'm so just the opposite. I'm just the opposite. Like Patty. But also, you know, girl, give me a nice soulful, you know, a nice little slow ballad. You know, yeah, I love, I love that. You know, Sam Cooke, Aretha, um, what's his face? Um, oh, I'm blanking on people now. Uh, anyway. Marvin Gaye, maybe. Um, I, I like Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I was even going to um, like Otis Redding. Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. um, some of the Al um, what's Al Green. Um, Al Green. Oh my! Oh, Ooh, problematic. But my, yeah, my family they love Al Green. Uh, who's not problematic? Yeah, who isn't? Uh, but you know, actually, guess who opened for Patti LaBelle when I went to go see her? We were just talking about this girl, Babyface girl. That <laughs> yes, so that sad. was a good ass concert because Babyface sang his some of his catalog, and he sang a bunch mm-hmm. of songs that he wrote for other people. So like. Oh. You know, that bullshit Instagram live that y'all were watching? Like, I got to see him do that. Oh, girl, I didn't watch that. I, oh, me neither. <laughs> I, got, I got to see him do his catalog, his his writing catalog in person. Like, he does that in concert. If you go see him in concert, he'll sing oh. other artists' songs that he wrote. And it's amazing. Babyface was amazing in concert, too. He really mm. was. Um, but girl, you know, I, I wanted to bring you in on something, girl. I wanted, I have a... <laughs> it's another, uh, it's another pyramid It kind of is, girl. It kind of is. So... I have this money-making idea, girl. I was talking to a lawyer girl, a friend of mine, and um, she's a... Is this fish or, is this fish or a queen? A queen, a queen, a queen. Okay. And uh, um, this lawyer queen, and um, sh- yeah, so anyway, I, I have an idea for a class action lawsuit, girl. You want to join in? You want to join in my class <laughs> de- action lawsuit? It depends on what it is for. Girl, so... What's it for? Well, I want to sue trade, girl. I want to sue trade collectively, <laughs> right? I want to sue trade for dick distress, girl. Oh, for stressing us wow. out with that dick, girl. For stressing <laughs> us out with that dick. Girl, when they go back to fish, girl, when they dick us down real good and then go back oh to... <laughs> their girlfriends and their wives i want to sue trade for that so i think we can get a class action lawsuit together of a bunch of queens a bunch of butch queens a bunch of you know some trans girls get everyone in on it 
<laughs> you and know, sue Trey. Intersectional. Let's sue Trey collectively. Let's bankrupt the trade girl <laughs> and get and get our 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 gay reparations, our black gay reparations, and our black queer reparations, girl. Um, wow, yeah. this is not what I was expecting. Um, like I gotta be honest with you, girl. I haven't been getting that type of trade in a while. You know, I just don't have the energy to be chasing heteros like I used to. These knees just. Oh, they're just a little wary now. But, um, but you can go back and sue old trade, girl. From 2008 oh. trade, 2009 oh, trade. we're talking about yeah. trade I got in college. Yeah, old know. trade, new trade. Sue all the trade. That security, that security guard outside that bar. <laughs> um, okay, I, I didn't know we'd go that far back then in that case. Yeah. That let's, let's see what the statute of limitations is on that, girl. <laughs> and let's do it. Let's sue the trade. So, y'all girls, e- email us if y'all want to sue the trade. Say, what's our email, girl? Tell us, tell me with the email <laughs> ask them a-s-k-t-h-e-m at two save queens yeah my lawyer friend is gonna get it together for us though but no i have some more serious news <laughs> no do yeah you? i do okay. just some some personal tea so in misty trade oh okay. oh girl this oh this made me so mad girl okay our city council president is fish old lady like middle-aged old lady fish <laughs> old lady fish her name is miss brenda jones she is so late girl Ooh, that's a that's an that's old, lady. A old oh, black no. fish right miss brenda jones miss brenda miss brenda <laughs> anytime you meet a miss brenda you know she's black girl she is so <laughs> late though that girl is so late oh, no. so let me tell you what she did okay so first off she's our city council president but she's like beholden to our white mayor she's all up under his you know all up under him like mm. doing any you know but that that's okay that's one thing right because he's <laughs> he's kind of a problematic figure and she's like his right hand almost but anyway interesting she's running against against congresswoman rashida talib of the 13th district you know rashida talib is a member of the squad right yeah with aoc ilhan omar and um what's the massachusetts girl's name oh shit it starts with an a doesn't it? um we know her that's blackfish we know her she's i know okay oh, hey hey keep telling the story while okay look up mm-hmm. massachusetts blackfish okay so um <laughs> god i can't believe we forgot her name ayana ayana oh, ayana ayana what What's her last name? Ayanna Presley. Presley, yeah. So the squad is those four girls and Rashida Tlaib from Detroit. So she's running against her, which is some bullshit because I think we need to stand for Rashida so that she gets reelected as a, as a fuck you to Trump, right? Like, that's one mm. thing. We don't want a member of the squad being taken down in the Democratic primary because yeah, that looks bad. That like, Trump will eat that up if Rashida Tlaib is defeated. And so what happened was Rashida Tlaib honestly won because the black the black vote was seg- like kind of segmented in the primary in 2018 because there were a lot of black people running for that Democratic primary against Rashida. And oh, she was able to coalesce like um, some black people, but a lot of other groups like Hispanics and, and Muslims mm. and Arabs. And and she won that. But I feel like we need to keep her in there at least two more years just to is a fuck you to Trump to so that all the squad can get reelected. And like especially when we vote against Trump in November. So that's the hmm. first thing. So fuck her for that. But the second thing. Well, wait, um, does she have a chance? Yeah, because I think like she's the only she made it. She coalesced a lot of like the black legislators and local politicians around her to, oh. you know, to beat Mr. Lee. So like that's one okay. thing. I'm scared that she's right. going to defeat. Where she she might actually do it. Okay. Yeah. She... When is the uh, when is the election? August 4th. Oh, it's, uh, it's just the fall. Yeah. It's because it's a Democratic primary. So it's August 4th. Oh, it's a Democratic okay. primary. But this is what this chick wrote. She t- wrote this about. So, OK, so a lot of activists have asked the city of Detroit. She's a city council president in Detroit. 
they've a lot of activists and protesters have asked them to to have a resolution um drafted to drop all charges against the protesters here in Detroit right we didn't have any major mm-hmm. riot we actually didn't have any major rioting here in Detroit it was mo- mm-hmm. it was like really mostly peaceful protests and of course, mm-hmm. but the police, you saw that cops beating that ass. And yeah, even Ooh, girl, the other day, that video. Yeah, I, I know, I know one video. of the guys who was in that protest where the cops <gasps> ran, you know, where the cops ran through those protesters in Detroit the other day. Fuck the cops. Fuck the DPD. Yeah. So if in case y'all didn't see this video, the Detroit um, PD basically did what New York and in LA, I think also had done where they basically ran through people. They were trying to, they were at a stop and at full stop and they basically pushed forward and then they still slowed down again and then really slammed on like really put it into motion and literally there was someone on top of the car as it was speeding away it was wild, wild. i can't like thankfully no one got hurt wild. so or, well someone probably got I, hurt but, but yeah no, no one, one seriously died. hurt no one was seriously hurt seriously. so listen what old, old detroit blackfish said oh respectability miss <laughs> brenda miss brenda jones she said a statement on resolution to drop charges on protesters a resolution is being proposed to dismiss all charges against protesters during the recent George Floyd, Breonna Taylor demonstrations in our city. Coming from a union background, I'm a strong supporter of peaceful protests, marches, and other forms of direct action as a means of uh, objection to injustice. Hmm. Over the past few days, my office received over 100 phone calls and 804 emails from citizens in support of the resolution. While I welcome all feedback, I'm concerned that the majority of the communications came from cities like Ann Arbor, White Lake, Auburn Hills, St. Clair Shores, and Traverse City. Most of those are suburbs of Detroit, by the way. Okay, Mm -hmm. I received emails Mm -hmm. from as far away as Salt Lake City, Utah. However, very few of the correspondence came from Detroiters. I did Mm -hmm. not attend. Now, this is the bullshit part. I did not attend the marches nor protests. I did not personally witness the crimes for which some marchers have been charged. And in accordance with our laws and with respect to the three branches of government, I must allow the criminal justice system to address these Girl, charges. Oh it would be no. improper for me to interfere with the proceedings of the legal legal world. It would also be improper for me to favor one group of citizens over Detroiters who I'm sure would appreciate a council resolution to dismiss their crimes too. I will not support this mindset of <laughs> I will not support this mindset of entitlement or special privilege given to one group over mm-hmm. another group. In closing, I would like to thank the Detroit Police Department. Okay. The, oh, okay. Yeah. And I look forward to working, blah, 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 blah. I look forward okay. to working with Chief Craig, the community, and other stakeholders to build a strong relationship. Cool. Fuck her. Cool. Fuck her. So she's, so she's one of the ones who's got it. She's going to get left. Like, yeah. she's not, she's not. Yeah, but she's running it. against, you know, like activist Rashida, Rashida Talib, who's like down for the count, oh, who's like goodness. a down ass bitch, right? He's, she's running against her. Bitch, they better not vote for Miss Brenda Jones. I'm giving money to Rashida to leave is... today. Today, girl. <laughs> but this is part of that work, right? There is going to be those those pe- those people are going to take this moment who are maybe black or of color who but aren't as progressive and are just a little bit of change, and they're going to try and take this moment. And basically, it's just going to be no different between slotting in a white person in some of these roles. Are they not really going to try and change the system or try and do things to really help this movement? Like that's what you got to watch out for. And you know, and oh, and you, you remember that book, funny. that book, "Their Eyes Are Watching God," girl, by Zora Neale Hurston. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Brenda Jones yeah. sounds when she talks, girl. That's how. <laughs> So, so I'm trying not to be in a class as elitist girl, but that girl talks like she's always got something in her mouth. Get oh. so she like I really I didn't feature her like anyway, but then mm-hmm. I really don't feature her now. Like I really yeah. Don't. 
Oh, man. Well, definitely that's something to watch. So I guess we'll circle back on that in like a, well, God, August is not that far it away. It sure isn't. It's another month it or sure so. It sure um, But I think we can get into our good news and bad and news. The worst um, part, my mom is friends with her, girl. So I don't even want, so that's another <laughs> issue. But keep going, keep going. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... We'll, yeah, we'll pick this back up, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so, good news. So, I want to, for good news, um, actually, I think a lot of our updates, we want to start with that. The Senate bill that we talked about last week was basically the Senate version of the Justice and Policing Act. I don't think it was called that. I can't remember what the name of it was, but their idea of police reform that was led by Ms. Tim Scott, the Republican of South Carolina, um, didn't go through. Um, the Democrats saw it for what it was. It was bullshit. They didn't get their 60 votes, so it lost um, in a tally of 55 um, against 45 so they just didn't but they need to get the full 60 uh, and girl um, I think it is Miss Tim Scott for real though because I think that girl is one of us I think she's a closet case girl allegedly <laughs> allegedly girl allegedly yeah, girl. allegedly we can't be getting sued yeah, this early yeah. in our run <laughs> it's too allegedly. early bitch allegedly. we ain't got money like that yet girl no no one day yeah. one day we could really come at the girls like Wendy and yeah, <laughs> others, yeah. But, um in terms of other more good news, and truly, um, some of these elections, um, we're seeing, obviously, with Rashida, some concerns there, but this feels like, I think they were comparing, you know, 2018 to being the year of, like, a lot of women getting seats, but this year being a lot of black people. So we have Cameron Webb, who hasn't gotten a seat yet, but he just won the Democratic primary in Virginia, so a lot of stuff happening in the South. Um, so he's going to be facing Republican in the in November Again, you know, those southern states and that, um, that, God, not that redlining, um, or, you know, redrawing, a uh, gerrymandering. Gerrymandering, yeah. Too many words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that gerrymandering always leans, you know, helps those Republicans out. But still, you know, I've pushed the idea that, like, oh, people get out and vote and how some people, as we saw in Kentucky, which we'll get to, really have trouble doing that. But still, voting does matter. And it is one of the le- levers that we can pull. Not the only one, but definitely one of them. And speaking of that, you know, we now have, first time in history, two black gay congressmen out of Miss New York. Um, Too likely. We should say likely because they won their Democratic. They did win their Democratic. They won their Democratic primary (laughs) in in Democratic safe districts. So they likely will obviously win general election against Republican, but too likely. Let me roll that back. Let me roll that back. I mean, because I think maybe it was like a given because they were very blue. I mean, like the first one is Miss um, Richie Torres. Oh, super, super fine, fine. super, super fine. Um, openly gay, Afro Latinx. Sorry, I should say that. So, but, but I mostly identify as black. Um, and he was running against Reverend Ruben Diaz Senior, who is a proud homophobe. So I can't believe. So I don't even know what that was. So he was running as a Democrat. Or yeah, like, this is a Democratic primary. Wow, that's like a he so was like a so, conservative I Democrat. Read that and I was like, oh, he's a, rep-. and he literally is like, oh, again, he's one of those religious girls. He's like, it's against my religion. But also just a mess. And um, Richie just has a great platform about wanting to revitalize the Bronx and, you know, AOC type girl. Um, We also and he's doing the 15th district, as I said, South Bronx. And then we also have Miss Mondaire Jones in the 17th district, Rockland and Westchester, who also ran on a kind of similar progressive platform, Medicare for all, raising the minimum wage to $15, the green climate change deal. So, you know, amazing, amazing that potentially, I should say, cautiously, but pretty much clear that the, we potentially will have two 
black gay congress and that's exciting as long as they don't step in it as long yeah well yeah i'm excited for those girls both of them both of them are super fine too i think mondaire is fine too girl and i actually have a story i do you know i like a i like chocolate i like like i like a chocolate man girl so i don't so i'm not saying you don't but girl i you know i really feature i I think mondaire is sexy as heck i do Okay. What's your what's your But I definitely have a story. So I was like, because what happened was Mondaire, Miss Mondaire, she came, I think, either in 2019. Yeah, sometime like in the fall of 2019, she came to Detroit for a fundraiser. And but I was looking a mess that day. Like I didn't have a haircut or whatever. So I actually <laughs> didn't even go. I wanted to go. Oh my but God. like, oh, I'm like, oh, Miss Mondaire is so fine. Like I got because I really I find him attractive. And so anyway, but then I was I was like, <laughs> So, like, I was talking to a few New York girls, though. I was, and a few of the New York girls were telling me, oh, girl, you don't want Miss Mondaire, girl. They were, they were saying her, her dating life historically has been a little messy, girl. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, nothing illegal or anything, but just like a little, like, girl, you don't, you can't do, you don't, you don't have it in you to deal mm, with that. She's not for you. She's not for me, no. girl. So, okay. you know, she's, she, but she is, I mean, Miss Mondaire is fine, though. And so she, hopefully she does this right and doesn't embarrass us in Congress. And, you know, and that was, girls were telling me stories from a few years ago. So I'm like, okay, well, like, you know, maybe she's changed since then, even because some of that stuff yeah. was old. But girl, that girl better not embarrass us in Congress, girl, because yeah. I we had a black gay politician here in Detroit who embarrassed the hell out of us, girl, and that is some different type of tea. I mean, I mean, Detroit. Look at what I mean. That was a whole thing, but Miss Andrew Gillum. Oh yeah, Lord. he embarrassed us too. Uh, you know, yeah, that was. But Miss Mondaire, she um, won't. She won't. She's gonna do right. She knows. She knows what's at stake, girl. She knows what you know. The movement. She doesn't want a Republican to get in. That see, I know yeah. that girl's gonna act right in Congress. She she's got to, and um, along with you know Miss Richie Torres, because Miss Richie, which we haven't heard anything about her, but you know, yeah, I mean pe- pe- people that I find never do anything wrong. Right? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do us proud though. I'm believing, girl. I know I heard some messy stories, but you know, and all that stuff is alleged anyway, girl. I don't know if it's true <laughs> for sure, but I'm just saying. I'm glad I didn't go to that event because I wasn't looking right, and also because I couldn't, I can't deal with no girl who's. I can't. I couldn't deal with that girl, but but she is fine now. So so okay. Um, I do have some corrections to make though, because I made a lot of I made a lot of bullshit mistakes last week on last week's show. It's okay. God's not through with us. I know, girl. Get back up. We are work in progress, girl. Sisters in Christ, right? We really we trying to get it right every day. So yeah, I I kept saying um. So I got I kept you know mixing up Jamal Bowman, who also won his primary against Elliot Engel. Uh, an yeah, incumbent Democrat. Yeah, that, so really, we we black people we have the fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth districts in New York. All of those now, like, won mm. their Democratic primary. So Jamal Bowman, that's a hetero black man, but he won his sixteenth district primary. But I kept I kept getting his name wrong with Charles Booker, who ran against Amy McGrath in Kentucky for the Democratic Senate Senate primary to run against Mitch McConnell. Um, hmm. I kept getting their names mixed up, but Charles Booker actually did lose that primary to Amy McGrath. He did. It was close. It was close. And, you know, Miss Amy, she had a lot of, you know, support from like Chuck Schumer, from like the establishment. Yeah. I, that girl raised I a mean, lot of money. Any, she raised a lot of money too. She raised a lot yeah. of money, and, but it was, and it still got close. So I think that kind of says something. It does. Um, again, anyone can get rid of 
Confederate McConnell, I'll take. I'll take but yeah. I'm gonna keep an eye on Miss Amy. There's something I just yeah. I think that girl said I she just would don't vote. Trust about her. Well, she said she would vote for Brett Kavanaugh, girl. So I think I yeah. yeah there it is. So she's there. But you is. know what? That's still better than Mitch. I mean, that's fucked up. But I'll still take I'll still anyone take over McConnell. Exactly, girl. Because so, if we can get the right but, votes on other other things, I and and you know I anything's better than McConnell. She may be one to watch. She may be she one to watch. Be. But you know. Yeah, um, so. I also fucked up on something else last week, girl. So oh, we just getting all the corrections out of the time. Yeah, time. girl. I kept calling Susu a tribe, girl. That's not no goddamn tribe in Africa, girl. It, it, it's also <laughs> not really Susu is not really up here, <laughs> girl. Girl. Okay, Susu. Girl, okay, girl. Susu is also not really a pyramid scheme. It comes from the Yoruba term. Yoruba is like a tribe in West Africa, really in the current Nigeria um, region. Mm -hmm. um, From a term Asusu, meaning cooperative savings. It originated in West Africa, Mm -hmm. like I said, but it's practiced now, even still, in many African and Caribbean cultures. And actually, a girl we know, a PhD girl, fish, fish. A PhD girl, she said, she said, no, Susu is real. She commented um, on one of our posts. It's not a pyramid. It's like community banking where everyone puts in every week. Same people, though. And when it's your turn, you collect the total. Caribbean folks do it all the time. So those girls educated mm. me because the Susu, you know, is some real tea. But girl, it's still, it's still, girl, we, we had an offline conversation about the Susu. So um, we'll talk, <laughs> we can talk about the Susu. Uh, you know, some more another time, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I, I obviously have to take some blame. For, so, Miss Miss Devereaux did not come up with the title. I came up with the title, <laughs> the pyramid. But, but I mean, we were talking about. But, I talked um, about other pyramid yeah. scheme tea that my family was trying to fuck with me yeah, on. So it was some pyramid yeah. scheme tea in the episode, girl. It wasn't, you know. Yeah. But the susu, I mean, from as far as what I've been reading, isn't a pyramid scheme. It's still something I'm a little hazy on. Yeah, but and we and we know some people who are thinking about it. You know, I, I may I may think about it. Um, but we're gonna move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into the bad news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this first one that we have. Um, I mean, this one kind of takes a cake. Just seeing. Um. As I think most of our listeners would know, most people would know, uh, Trump uh, a couple of days ago retweeted a video um, taken from The Villages, which is a retirement community in Central Florida. So um, as you were kind of telling me, girl, The Villages is mostly, this is mostly all white community. Yeah, um, and very conservative and Republican primarily, like primarily and traditionally, yes. Um, but like with most things, not all whites. Um, these There were a group of white people who were those types who were like, fuck war, fuck this, Black Lives Matter, and were doing their own protests. And there were another group of white people driving by in their golf carts who had their Trump signs, their Make America, um, I think, saying again, um, pl- a play on, you know, Trump's Make America Great Again. Oh, sorry, they had their Make America Great Again. Um, and they were kind of getting into a little bit of an argument with each other. And I think one of the kind of protesters for BLM and, you know, more progressive things was saying, like, where's your white hood to someone driving by? And the white man responded, Trump 2020, America first, white power. So I thought it was hilarious because I like this is what I want to see. White people going after each yes, other. Like, leave, yes, us leave us alone. Go, go, go figure out y'all shit over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trump then retweeted the video. Of course. Um, of course. 
and um, between like eight, it was early in the morning. I think it was, was it on Sunday. Uh, I don't remember. I can't sorry. remember Sunday but, or Monday. Uh, I can't remember. But. Yeah, but he retweeted it. It took it down three hours later when people were like, um, you know, he says white power in this. It's not a great look. Um, of course, Miss Tim Scott had a little thing about like, oh my God, I can't believe he did that. Some fake. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, you know, a spokesperson for the president said is that he's a big fan of the villages. I bet you he's been there. He loves it. It's great. Um, but he did not hear the statement made in the video. But he still loves the villages and is very supportive and of his um, followers there. Do you believe it? Do you think he didn't hear it? Girl, he just said the other day, like when he retweeted some other bullshit and the and the reporters were asking him, oh, do you really watch everything that you retweet? And he said, he, he, he said, well, he said, no, I see everything. I, so he's got to take, oh. he's got to take ownership of that, of the white. Power. I mean, either way, it doesn't excuse it. Doesn't, it. Like, it doesn't it excuse doesn't. it either way, but I've, cause you know, she's, she tweets fast, so I was like, she might not have seen all of it. She might just saw those Trump signs. Like, oh, this seems yeah, chill. That's possible. <laughs> um, but either way, a mess. Like, and then in some ways, the fact of the matter is the way he resolved was still to say, like, I still, this is still my community. These are still my people. These are still my supporters. No apology. They're just being no apology, right, girl? And it's just owning that, like, he truly is a white supremacist president like let's just own it and this next you know the other video and literally like barely a day later he's got a video of miss mark and patricia mccloskey who are holding a um assault style assault rifle and a gun um as protesters walk by um this was in st louis which you know um michael brown um but this is like a very rich part of this is like a super rich area of St. Louis. It's mm. the equivalent of like a Buckhead in Atlanta or like And they yeah. must have been scared. It's just so interesting to be like, What y'all think we're about to go run into y'all houses? Like you're really some white people out here really afraid. But the girls were just walking by. Which what get what gagged me is like I'm you know, I'm a firearms girl, I'm a gun girl, right? And that, that white <laughs> bitch, she had her hand on the trigger and that you're taught that in any firearms class, like do not put your hand on or near the trigger unless you're ready to shoot, girl. So that was like firearms one on one. That well, she, was she violated then. that shit. Yeah, because she wasn't ready. Mm. I mean, she didn't shoot. She wasn't ready to shoot, but she had her hand on the trigger, girl. So that was a big no no mm. to me. Like, I actually want. I actually want to make a note too. Uh, Jonathan Carl, who's like the ABC News White House correspondent, he wrote a really good opinion piece in the Atlantic about how Trump basically doesn't apologize for things anymore like after charlottesville (laughs) and how basically like because he feels like apologizing emboldens his enemies who will still criticize him anyway so he just is gonna like he's not gonna apologize for the white power to you he's not just FYI. yep sounds good (laughs) yeah Uh, you know know who we we know who we yeah Uh, we know who we're dealing with so this next one actually i was saying that we're just doing but bad news but this actually is a good news well potentially good news um Actually, yeah, good news. Um, so Mississippi State Legislature on Sunday voted to remove the Confederate emblem from their flag. For those of you all who don't know or sometimes forget, Mississippi has a Confederate, you know, flag in their flag. Um, lovely stuff. Uh, but they voted over the weekend to remove it and actually to just come up with a new design. Um, they The vote, I think, cleared the House with 91-23 and their House Senate for 37-14. So, of course, you know, there were still some girls riding for the Confederacy like you do. Um, but I think that's a symbolic gesture, but I'll still take that. Cause I have totally seen, there's been moments when I'm like, wow, there really is a Confederate flag in the Mississippi flag. That is some bullshit. Isn't that some bullshit? What, what um, are those hillbilly girls always say? That's our heritage. That's our heritage, mm-hmm. girl. <laughs> oh God. I hate those girls. Um, 
<laughs> in other good news, I think potentially because this could change some, you know, electoral tea, um, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to pass a bill approving D.C. statehood. And it's the first time a chamber of Congress has ever passed this legislation. So the bill was pretty much down the line. Um, actually, one Democrat, um, I think a Minnesota girl, voted against the measure. And, of course, no Republicans voted for it because it would not help them. Right. <laughs> um, th- I thought this was just really interesting. Um, I, it's not going to pass the Senate. But um, the girls, they're still doing some work. They're still trying. Um, so Mayor uh, Muriel, love that name, Muriel Bowser, um, she just made this point about, you know, the fact that, like, D.C. has a population of almost 700,000 people, and that's more than Wyoming and Vermont, um, <laughs> and that those people still have to pay federal taxes, but they lack voting representation. And I thought that was just, because I, I was like, oh, why does D.C. want to become a state? Like, I get why Puerto Rico, or become a state, or just leave us. But I wasn't sure about that DCT. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I feel like because a girl was saying, okay, fifty-one states is an odd number. We should just throw Puerto Rico in there and give them statehood too. And if they want, if it. they want it, yeah, and like that would make it an even fifty-two for the stars on the flag, girl. <laughs> So it's more even on the flag, bitch. You know, that's, um, but yeah, that is some, you know, you know what the DC license plates say, girl? They say taxation without representation. Like they are not the, mm-hmm. their delegate into, in the house does not have voting rights and they have no senators. So that's got to change. And there was an interesting. And there was an interesting part just also about coronavirus. Like, you know, they're not, they weren't getting as many money as the states that had it. But despite, as I said before, having quite a large number of people in them. So. Really yeah, that is interesting. So we'll, it's it's not passing right now, but it passed the house though for the first knows? time. I mean, it passed the house, yeah, but, but that's girl, a big deal because it never has passed even in Democratic houses in the past. It never, oh. and so that's why it is a big deal, girl. Okay, um, but yeah, I you know I actually want to talk. This is some this is some bad news, girl, because some co- coronavirus cases are on the rise in the Sun Belt states. Um, you know, Arizona, California, Florida, and um, Texas. And Dr. Fauci testified before the Senate yesterday saying that we could see up to right now we're seeing about 40,000 new cases of coronavirus a day nationwide and that, you know, with the current trajectory and exponential growth, we could end up seeing 100,000 cases a day of coronavirus growth. Mm. That is a crazy number. Right. So for that reason, Texas has closed bars and indoor dining um, after reopening prematurely on some bullshit. Arizona has closed bars, gyms and clubs. Um, California has closed bars in selected counties, including Los Angeles, where you live, girl. And -hmm. both Miami-Dade and Broward counties in Florida have closed beaches in advance of the 4th of July weekend, girl. So we actually know some New York girls who fled down to South Florida, you know, trying to flee Corona and get some beach tea. And those girls, like, they're going to have to quarantine for 14 days when they go back to New York. Mm Because New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut are actually making any girls from high-risk states like Florida quarantine for 14 days Mm -hmm. when they come back in because New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut essentially, you know, not completely beat the coronavirus, but those girls definitely got their numbers way down from being the epicenter. So that's some interesting tea right there, right? Yeah. Um, And on some other news, uh, you know, girl, I mean, not only is the president a white supremacist girl, but I think he's, I think that motherfucker's a traitor girl. Like I think in the Biden, when the <laughs> Biden administration comes through girl, they better lock that bitch up in our whole family, like, um, or more like, and so the New York times and the Washington post both reported this, um, that Russian military forces also known as the GRU 
Those are the girls who also tried to interfere in the 2016 election. We're posting all that bullshit on Facebook, mm. et cetera, the GRU. But anyway, the mm. GRU bribed the Taliban, the Afghan Taliban forces, with bounties on the head of U.S. and coalition troops, Ugh, which crazy. includes British troops as well. And British intelligence also reported something similar. And so CNN and other sources report that Miss DJT was briefed on this as early as February 27th, girl. February. Yeah. Now, February 27th <clears throat> is also the day that Miss Diamond and Silk visited the White House. So he might have been preoccupied with with that type of tea, <laughs> right? But Hanging out with the girls. Yeah, but the White House denies that they were ever briefed on this at that time. And um, also, a lot of former intelligence officials that they interview on like MSNBC and CNN say that it is unthinkable that the president would not have been briefed on information that's so vital, whether it was confirmed or not. And that the Trump administration is either lying or that its top intel chiefs are not doing their job because the president mm-hmm. should have been informed on this um, when it when it became known to intelligence officials immediately. So what makes this story mm-hmm. so crazy is that Newsweek is now reporting that Donald Trump did know about this, that the Trump administration is lying when they said they never, you know, briefed the president. That, that Donald Trump did know about this when he invited Russian President Vladimir Putin to Ooh. the global G7 summit mm, earlier mm, in mm. June. So when he knew... Which, they, which he not supposed to be coming Exactly. Because like Russia, Russia was kicked out. Russia place. was kicked out of the G7 <laughs> when they invaded Crimea in 2014. So, you know, it was the G8 and became the G7 because Russia was of all the, you know, the most powerful and rich countries in the world. And so, yeah, he knew about the bounties on on U.S. soldiers' heads. So he's supposed to be the military president and supporting mm. the troops. So this motherfucker is a traitor, girl. He's, he's you mm. know, he's okay with our troops getting killed by the Russians. And he's still going to support Vladimir Putin. So, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be that devil's advocate, girl. Okay, girl. I'm going to be Miss Kaylee for a minute. I'm Miss Kaylee. So Miss Kaylee just had a press briefing today. And she said Trump has now been briefed on the matter. It was happening while I'm doing this press conference. But there has still not been a consensus in the intelligence community regarding the validity of the information. Um, unfortunately, the public domain, a.k.a. the fucking New York Times, is already putting this shit out there. And, you know, this stuff hasn't even been verified. Trump didn't know about it. What do you think, girl? Do you think he really didn't know about That's it? That's a goddamn lie, bitch. That motherfucker knew about it, but he doesn't read. So if it was only in, but so that's if the it thing, was only right? in the and text, like, he may. But I think those motherfuckers told him. Someone, verbally. I mean, so he does both. He likes to do verbal, right? Because you know, I could get to the point. But I, I bet you, girl. But also, you know, she's not all the way there, girl. There's times when I'm just like, is it malicious? Is it intentional? Is it just? Either way, it's still malicious, but is it intentional? Or she just didn't even pay attention to that shit and instead was eating some KFC or getting into a Twitter fight. We should never give that girl the benefit of the doubt, ever, because she proved. I for mean, sure. I, I don't. I think she could have heard the white power, for instance, in the video she retweeted. Like, I don't ever want to give that girl the benefit of the doubt. It's a, yeah, it's a right. possibility, but that girl. It doesn't has, matter, ultimately. Has proved who she is many times over. And what did Miss Maya Angelou say? If someone shows you who they are. Exactly. If someone shows you who they are, you took the words them. out of my mouth. Bingo. So, so mm. um, but yeah. Well, who are you gonna say, girl? Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. The the news is going, girl. We're gonna try and keep up with it. But yeah, there's a lot going on, and the protests are still happening. And um, but well, you know, we'll have a, I have a little bit to say about that in our show. But I think we're gonna switch gears a bit and do our enlightened Judy segment. Um, and kind of 
it's kind of a good day, I think, to do it when um, the European Union just announced a travel ban against us, <laughs> yeah. Russia, Brazil, and India. Because we're not controlling our coronavirus, girl. Because <laughs> those rates are so high, as Ms. Devereaux just talked about. Uh, now, they said they would update this every two weeks, but I don't think it's going to change for a while, y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so that trip to Paris that I know one of my girlfriends is looking to do, I'm like, mm, bitch, you might need to push that to 2021. <laughs> no, I was supposed to go. You know those two, you know one of those uh, fish that I told you tried to get me in on the susu tea? Like family fish? Yeah. I w- we were supposed to go to uh, Paris in September for mm. her birthday, girl. So that got that just totally got canceled. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had a trip to Paris I mean, planned in September, but that's gone now. I mean, they're saying they're going to update it every two months. I'm no, still not going. The current administration, well, that part too, yeah. of like, girl, this really isn't the time. Um, especially... Even if you can go, I mean, right now, most of these places are giving you 14-day quarantine. So you're just going to be stuck in a hotel anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but we can still dream and we can reflect on the places we've been. Uh, so let's just take that moment to walk down memory lane. And Ms. Devereaux, where are the places that you felt like you went most often? Or like, what were the places you just... Outside the country, because, you know, this girl, this country. I mean, yeah, we have places in the States. Exactly, we, yeah. We you know, mind, like, I go to New York. That real, that real, well, we, love a good, yeah. we love a good international flight. We like to whip out that passport, you know, be in that international section. <laughs> that same American-made Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> we global girls. We global girls. We global We try girls. to be. Um, but, yeah, the places I go, I've really, over my lifetime, the city I've gone, like, the place I've gone most often out of the country is probably to London. Like, I started going mm-hmm. to London when I was a teenager back in the 90s, girl, like in the late 90s, like um, on like a group trip. And I've been like multiple times in recent years. I just feel like at home there. Like, I really feel like that is my second home when I'm there. I literally feel this like, I don't know, this like this vibrant energy, but also like it doesn't feel like I'm anywhere where I don't belong. I, and I really love that mm-hmm. about London because it's just so global, so international. Now, that could change mm-hmm. after, you know, that could be changing after Brexit a little bit. I will. Brexit? I'm worried about that. But I love mm-hmm. London. I re- like, if I ever get some real coin one day, like, I want to have an apartment in London. Like, the, I love London that much. Really? Yeah, you know, I'm generally a Francophile girl. Like, I'm a French-speaking girl. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, black French heritage. Like, you know, Beyonce type of tea. And, <laughs> like, Miss Tina knows. I got, you know, my dad is... <laughs> Creole I see it in the tea. nose. I see it in yeah. the nose. Yeah. My dad was like Creole, but yeah, I yeah, girl, I I love London. I love it. So, what about you, girl? What's the place you go most often? Um, you know, it's also London for me as well. Um, I have a job that takes me to London. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but um, I think also oftentimes London ends up because, like you said, it's such a global city and it's so connected to so many parts of the world, especially like going that direction kind of like their version of new york maybe well like uh, maybe that's not the right comparison i do think those are the two most i do think those are the two most global cities though like new york and london really drive like like popular culture like finance a lot of things are out of new york and london i really believe that like it feels like a city you always stop through even if you're going somewhere else like it's that kind of tea oh excuse me um so for london i just I think it's partly I would just end up going there, but I think, I don't know, there was just something about it that had like a little bit of mystique to me about going over there. And I'm not like a big um, Anglophile. Um, I don't even, well, I 
find some British men attractive. But I think um, I think see, it's I weird. Think it's... I follow a lot of fine ass British men on Twitter. I mean on oh, on Twitter and Instagram. We I think put it in the show. Now. I, some of them do look inbred. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of inbred oh looking God, British don't people. Do this girl. I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> no, you ain't, don't cut that shit out. Like a lot of them do look inbred. So I think they know it too. The royal family, even. Lord. I think Diana brought some TM, but like. All right, we're getting off Yeah, subject. but some of them look in <laughs> But I follow a lot of fine ones, including like black ones, you know, black, like mixed black ones. Well, yeah. and we talked about, oh, I would take a, a British Indian man. Oh, oh yeah, so fine. So fine. Um, but uh, and it is a very globalized city. So you also get French and Spanish and people from other parts of Europe and Asia and um, parts of Africa. So I think also I just love that it's that mix of old and new, like modern and traditional. And I love that like, oh, I can go see Big Ben and these sites um and the palace and then also go to you know go to a more modern place or go to a club yeah. I you can just drink outside bitch i mean i i only drink beer when i'm in london really um, yeah, yeah yeah i have a little pint um, they have some cute cocktail yeah. bars though too they do i've gone to a few oh, but I, I've, I've gone to a gay them. pub in london and had a beer i love like even the oh, i yeah. love the gay pub yeah. culture so, in soho or it was like far east it was like east of the city like of Hackney? london yeah i was meeting i was meeting one of our college friend girls over there oh, she okay. lived yeah she lives in new york now she moved but like back then she was living <laughs> in london yeah i met and it was cute uh-huh. it was like yeah near hackney probably but i like the mix of old and new too like saint paul's cathedral i think is one of the most beautiful structures in the world on the inside like you've got mm-hmm. to go in if you ever go to london you got you still haven't visited saint paul's have you girl i haven't i was gonna do it on this last trip that <laughs> pandemic but but i also my favorite museum one of my favorite museums in the world is the tate modern which is just diagonal from that and that's like the modern the tate mm-hmm. modern and then the old saint paul's which is like from like 1600s or prior like i love that mix of old and new in london that mm-hmm. a city like paris which i also love like is just all old though like there's not a lot of new in paris yeah, yeah. i mean she didn't get bombed because you know hitler oh loved right her. right um, right but, but but I think London is one of my favorite places, but I think Paris, anytime I want to, like, I just think it's so beautiful. I think, like, I'm like, is that gold just on y'all bridge? I just got yes, a gold bridge here. Like, uh, I think my issue with Paris is just, I you know, I can do a little bit of Spanish. I can get by, but my French, I just can't do it. And for me, I should just work on it and get it better. But I feel like if you don't have French, like, that city doesn't unlock for you. Like the best times I've been in Paris have been when I was with one of my girlfriends who's Parisian or well, she's Parisian, but she's French and British. And like, it just like the restaurants you can go like, cause they don't, girl, they don't have no English. Some of those restaurants. Oh no, we don't got no English version, bitch. They, and they're not going to tell you that in English. <laughs> yeah. Girl. So, well, you know, I, I was um, a French minor girl. I'm a, I'm a Francophile girl. Oh yeah. And you keep up your French. I do. Too, I try so. to, I'm a Francophone girl. Like it's part of like my little, you know, um, it's, I mean, I want to say my heritage, but girl, I, but any, I mean, I, yeah, I'm Creole. I think too, to some know. degree. They enslaved yeah, them. I'm Creole slave, too. Some so slavery like, tees, you know. but yeah, like mm-hmm. I feel like I, you don't, they don't really feature you in a lot of spaces in, in Paris if you don't speak French. Like you can go to the tourist yeah. tea a little bit, but like if you really want to get some real tea or go to some real cute clubs, those girls, they want you to speak French. They do. But um, the thing I also like about Paris versus London is that it also feels like a blacker city. Like there's more of a black mm. feeling there, and I love that. And you know that's where Baldwin went to yes. like, when he was over America. Um, so she's got that lineage too of us escaping there. We might go there in the fall, depending on how that goes. So um, yeah. But what's your 
What's your least favorite place, girl? Well, well, it's funny because London is a place I most feel like home. I'm going to say my favorite trip I've ever done was to Hong Kong, which we'll touch on like a mm. little bit later. That was my favorite trip. Oh, so is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Cause I, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't do your favorite. So is Hong Kong your favorite? I think place? Hong Kong. I won't. I say. I would say it was my favorite trip because I did it super. Oh. I did <laughs> okay, it super sorry. luxury on somebody else's dime. Like I went with one of our our good <laughs> friends on a business trip. One of our, both our mutual friends. I went. I just tagged oh, along girl, this business trip, girl. And he was staying at the Four Seasons Girl, which mm. had like the best brunch buffet in the world. Like it's literally ranked. If you look online, it's ranked one of the top brunch buffets in the world by like the travel magazines. And long, my Hong Kong mm. trip trip was just so luxury. Like all the little new malls there that they had. Like every there was like twenty Louis Vuitton stores in the city. You know, I went on to the top of the Ritz Carlton and went to afternoon tea type of tea. Like, I love luxury travel. I think part of the reason, too, mm-hmm. I try to, that's like my, th- I love luxury travel. So that's my favorite trip. But I still think London mm-hmm. is my favorite place. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what's your least but, favorite? What's your least favorite place, though, girl? Oh, well, girl, you, what do you think my least favorite is? <laughs> I think your least favorite place might be Columbia, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I can't stand that girl. So I mean, I talked about it a couple episodes back, but she didn't have. <laughs> People try to get money from me, so I don't know oh, what it girl. was. It just it wasn't what I thought it would be, and I guess I have high expectations because I just was like, I was looking to meet Maluma and like have a nice little situation and hang out with Shakira, and it it was not that. Um, to be fair, I did like it when we went to. This was mostly when we were in um, Medellin, and we went to Cartagena. I had a better time. It was blacker. It yeah. was more coastal. Was. The weather was, was nice. The weather was great. Um, but I also, one of our friends recently made his point. He's like, it also just wasn't Medellin. So maybe we just liked it better because it wasn't where we were. Like, we were there for New Year's Eve, and it just wasn't. If I, I thought it was going to be more exciting, more lively. And it wasn't that. But I told you, um, bitches, though, on that trip, I told you, bitches, <laughs> let's go to Cartagena for New Year's Eve. And y'all were like, oh, oh no, God. let's go to Medi- let's stay in Medellin and go clubbing. I don't think that was me. I think that was Maybe that was those person. other girls we went with. That was another because I was almost going to skip Medellin because I was like, this sounds like where all the white gay girls go. Yeah. I think we should skip her entirely. And some other girls were like, oh, no, I don't think we should skip her. Anyway, let me not be petty. Yeah, Medellin. <laughs> I mean, I could see there, there was some natural beauty in Medellin, though. It's a naturally beautiful oh, city. Oh, for sure. It's in a valley. Yeah. It's like, it's got, you know, it's got this really cool trolley system that you can take to see some really cool sights. It, it was cute. We took a cute day trip cute. from Medellin, too, to the top of that, that oh, yeah. climb that mountain that almost, that kicked, it was a, that kicked my it was a rock. ass, bitch. That, that, it was a rock. You know, got a good workout. <laughs> bitch, that's um, an understatement. You know that rock kicked my oh, ass yeah. climbing the top of that. You know. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. But, <laughs> but you made it. You made I it. think, though, girl, before I get to my least favorite place, I feel like you, to me, I just noticed a pattern where places don't <laughs> meet your expectations. Like, where you often get disappointed, whether it's like you told me you had some disappointment with South Africa, with Greece, with now I was with you. I was with you, but on Colombia, didn't feature, you didn't feature Colombia. Like... I feel like I don't know where else, where else didn't you feature? So Greece, South Africa, uh, Colombia. Those are the big ones. Those yeah. are the big ones. So I think with Greece it was the fact that I think it's this thing of like I didn't start you've been a traveling girl for a, a long time. You've been a global girl a for long a time. Although you've been um, like you've how, been to more like high school? Yes, middle school even. But you middle you school, wow. you You've been more countries to been more countries. I've than maybe me now. been to more places now, but I've literally done that in like the last five have, years. Yeah. Like since I got this job. Because before that she was a 
broke assistant girl, so she didn't really have the money to be traveling, especially when these loans were due. Uh, but I think I just, you know, from like, like I, I was saying like Greece, like I used to read Greek myths and stories. So you were a classics major for a minute, girl. I was a classics you were, major. Yeah. Um, you know, South Africa. Okay, that one was a little bit of a myth because I was like, "Bitch, you should." I knew about South Africa, but I still had just seen Black Panther. I was like, "Wakanda forever," and no, girl, not in South Africa. Um, Isn't Johannesburg a little bit of Wakanda tea? <laughs> Johannesburg was cute. It was that. that it was that. It was yeah. that. Um, for sure. So there's a bit there, but it's not the same. I want. I want to go to Afrotech like... in Johannesburg one year, though. I do, or not Afrotech. Mm. Afro. Punk, Afropunk. Oh, Afropunk, yeah, yeah. Afropunk. Yeah, the big culture at Black Culture Festival, which is in London and Paris too. In um, New York, it's like in think, New York too. Yeah. yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think like you know, for, whenever I go to Japan, we'll talk about you know where we once want to go post Corona. Like I'll probably maybe be a bit disappointed by that too, because some of these things I've just been wanting to go to these places for so long. I've always wanted to be a global girl. Girl, speaking of you wanting a place overseas, I want a place overseas. I have to be a little smarter than that with all these you know viruses coming out of china but um yeah i think i just do have high expectations but and you love you love miss thailand you like her she didn't i did like she didn't she didn't disappoint you she didn't disappoint because and but in some ways because i didn't have a reference for her i had never and also she's just so different from any references i would have because she's not europe like they're non-western centric to go to a place like that and there's some places in africa like that some places in the middle east like that um but like Thailand's one of those places because she never got colonized. Um, so she just does her own thing. Um, huge temples in the middle of Bangkok and it's middle of this metropolitan city is so cool. Um, but what's um enough about what's your what's your least favorite girl? Can I can I guess? Guess, I guess, guess, guess. <laughs> Which I think is so crazy. It's a European city, it is, right? Yeah. Amsterdam. Oh yeah, girl. I hate Amsterdam. <laughs> I, I hate think, her. Amsterdam, I think, is I thought it was fine. I got some waffles. I did a little biking on a path. There's like a little canal. She's cute. It has some to go cute back tea. To her. They have a cute museum, the Rikes, the Rikes Museum. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some cute. And I ate the some like, good art museum. I went to the best little like deli I've ever been to in my life in Amsterdam. So she has some cute tea. Like, I will give you that. Um, but she disappointed me in specific ways. <laughs> now, I do want to do this before I go into, because I, I want to give the girls a good story on Miss Amsterdam. I want us to uh, say goodbye to the Instagram girls, the girls who listen to us on Instagram. Just, you know, because we got that, fi- we got to, we got to hit we that, gotta fi- hit, we got to hit under that 60 minutes. We got to be under that 60 minutes. So we're going to bid farewell to the Instagram girls. We'll see you next time. Um, but for the rest of you girls who actually listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that tea, I got some good tea for you girls. <laughs> Oh, now we can sit with it. I'm excited. I was like, how are we going to get through this in three minutes? But Girl, no, we not. We we just got to say bye to Instagram girls. We going over today, girl. So my Instagram tea. Okay. So we have, okay. We're, we, I can't say a mutual friend anymore. It was one of my former friends, one of your current duties. Um, but girl, that girl, we went to Amsterdam. We were still in college. It was our senior year of college for spring break, girl. And we were deciding between going to Rio. We found we found six hundred dollar tickets to either go at spring break. We found them to either go to Rio or to go to Amsterdam. And the reason we chose Amsterdam, he he talked me into Amsterdam because I've always wanted to go to Rio. I still have not been. He talked me into Amsterdam because he was like, "Oh, girl, but we don't really have a lot of money. 
we're still in college and you know, we'll probably have to stay in some raggedy hostel in Rio and it might be dangerous and we not we may not have enough money to do everything in Rio. So let's just mm. go to Amsterdam and we can stay in a hostel and it'll be safer there. So girl, first off, staying in that hostel, that was a huge mistake for me. Cause I I'm mean not, to be fair, hostel like you're not a hostel. I feel like even I'm not a hostel co- girl. college you were still a still, little I'm bit was still not, not a hostel girl. Like, you know, it's still a classy, you know, where's the hotel? Yeah. So hostels are nicer outside this you know, people don't you know, most Americans don't know. Hostels aren't like just like your travel lodges. They're really nice in a lot of parts of Europe because it's really common for um, European um, kids out of university or before to like take time off and travel because everything's so close. So they'll stay in hostels and they're really nice, cheap hotels, like staying with a bunch of people. Uh, but you, you, so y'all stayed in a hostel oh, that girl, trip? we stayed in a hostel. And it wasn't like, really, it was a bunch of bunk beds. It wasn't like there was... <laughs> That's there, what a hostel is. <laughs> but okay, but th- I know that, I know that. But it was like, yeah. it was only really like in like different nights there was like two other people with us in a room one night mm. one and then one so it wasn't like but even though there were like there were like six beds there were never more than four of us in a room mm. okay that's one thing but one of those nights there was like this drunken overage british man who was like probably in his 40s even who was like super drunk and he just made me like i didn't even want to leave a bottle of water open <laughs> And like come back to it, like if he was when he was like staying in the room, like if I opened a bottle of water and drank from it, that water was done, cause like I didn't trust that girl. I thought that girl was gonna put something in our drinks, but that's that's number one, cause it was Amsterdam tea first off. But the yeah. but the crazy parts of the story are this, um, so that girl, that girl who I'm not friends with anymore, but she, um, <laughs> she's a drug girl. She's a drug girl. Like let's just keep it real. She's a drug girl. So she. Like, okay, so first off, she got me to do, I was not a drug girl. Like, I had only ever smoked weed once at that point, and it made me fall asleep right away. So I would never even technically was high. That girl convinced me to do mushrooms, because those shits were legal over there. Mm. That was a, I'm actually glad I did it once, because that, but bitch, that was the scariest moment of my life. Like, hallucinating, (laughs) seeing those colors. So I went, I did, so girl, so we bought the mushrooms from the shop. We went to a museum bathroom and took them in the bathroom, girl. Mm. And the girl, I was like, oh, so should I just take a couple? He was like, oh no, you gotta eat the whole package. (laughs) 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 Bitch. But guess what? So he got the strong. I got the the weakest one. He got the strongest one. Don't you know that bitch threw up all his mushrooms? So he didn't even get high because he threw them bitches up. And I didn't. So I was high as a fucking kite. And I walk. We were walking through the museum, girls. And the painting. The painting started talking to me, girl. They started swirling and talking to me, girl. I got oh, so no. scared. That's why I'm not, had, I can't be a mushroom girl. girl. I would just run off a roof or something. I'm not when doing we, that. Girl, when we walked through the city, like, after leaving the museum, all the Dutch people, when they were talking in their language, they all sounded like aliens to me. I was like, oh, my God, these are aliens. What the fuck are they saying? Like, bitch, 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 what are, what are these girls saying? Like, I was scared. I was scared as fuck. Oh, and then we had to just God. go back to the hotel room for me to come down. Because I'm not a drug girl. While he was sober, sober as fuck, because he he threw up all his goddamn mushrooms because he got the highest batch and tried to eat them all. Dumb, dumb bitches. So that was one part. But then he was like, "Okay, I didn't get high from the mushrooms. I'm gonna just get high throughout the entire trip." So he just started like buying weed, weed brownies. He started buying ecstasy. He started buying. He started buying like 
just every little thing, girl. And like to the mm-hmm. point where his coat, because it was early March, the weather was trash the whole time we were there because it was early March, spring break, rainy and cold, like almost every day. Weather was trash in Amsterdam. And I went, I connected through Amsterdam another time and the weather was trash. I got stuck there in the airport because of snow. So bitch, I hate Amsterdam and I hate it. <laughs> I hate the weather, but it's a nice I mean, airport. London, London weather is kind of rough too. but what do you think amsterdam, amsterdam is weather worse. Di- different from london because i maybe i've gotten lucky i've i maybe because i usually go to london in like may and june and then some Girl, I went and I, are you serious right now may and june is like the best time to go to london because it's but, their summer but i've been i went in october last i went in october okay. last year and the okay. weather it was a little rainy but it still wasn't yeah. as bad as you would think amsterdam's weather has always been trash for me two mm. times Got i've it. gone so but anyway um, he was high the whole time to the point where his coat was starting to smell like marijuana because he he kept the weed brownie in his coat pocket all the time and the weed <laughs> and the weed in general. So like his set so freaked me out because I was like, okay, what about when we go to the airport? What about when we land or whatever? But whatever. Anyway, girl, that girl took ecstasy. She took a pill on the morning we went to the Anne Frank house. Girl, this sacred place, right? This girl and her whole family like perished in the Holocaust. You know, except for her dad who lived. Girl, don't you know this bitch was high as a kite and fell down the goddamn stairs in the Anne Frank house, bitch. It was the most embarrassing moment of my my life thus far. This girl fell backwards. It doesn't feel appropriate to laugh. But luckily, I think only one other person who was a tourist saw it. So, but it was like, it felt like a desecration of this sacred place, girl. This girl was taking so many drugs throughout the whole time. I'm not a drug girl, so I wasn't enjoying myself. And then on the day when we have to wake up early and catch a flight back to New York, because we flew through New York, girl, he he was like, he wouldn't get up. And I was like packing up my stuff. I was like, bitch, get up. Get up. Like, we got to go, girl. I almost had to leave him and go get on the flight without him. But he, he finally got up. And I waited for him like a dumb bitch, right? And so we take the trolley. We didn't have even money to take like a taxi or anything. We took a trolley, girl, back to the airport, to the train station, and the train station oh, to the airport. Y'all were taking... Oh wow! Well, because like they're probably but like that's cutting it. Like to take a trolley or train, like if you're cutting it close, like I was so. But we just like girl, he didn't have any money. I had money, so I sh- I had I had more money. He had no money. He couldn't even afford to eat in the last days of the mm-hmm. trip. I was paying for everything. It was crazy. Y'all should have sex some it's crazy. To get some so money. anyway, girl. Oh, he also got a ticket for pissing on the street, girl. <laughs> like a cop, a female cop came up behind. Girl, that's neither here nor there. I don't even know if he ever paid that ticket. But oh anyway, my God, girl, he. <laughs> So girl, so we went. We got to the airport 45 minutes before our flight. I was hyperventilating. I thought we were gonna miss our flight, and like I thought we were gonna miss our flight, girl. But in Amsterdam, we got so lucky because the security is at each gate in Amsterdam. So it's not one long security line for everybody. Like, oh, got it. We were able to like go straight to our. We able to print our boarding pass and go straight to our gate, and then security Ooh. was at the gate. We got so blessed, Cause, honey. Because for those of y'all who don't know, on an international flight, you're supposed to arrive there by at least an two hour. hours. They start closing the. They start closing the door like 45 minutes an hour, depending, because they there's so much stuff they have to go through, and it's, they're so yes. bigger flights. They don't want to have to be delayed. So they. So luckily, they didn't do that for this one. I because every other European flight I've been on and Asian like. It's been that tea, but luckily we mm-hmm. just somehow made it. Even getting mm-hmm. to the airport forty five minutes before, we made it to our gate. And they were tell- she was telling me she saw it was hyperventilating. Like the the ticket agent, she was like, "Calm down, girl, calm down." <laughs> so anyway, 
<laughs> Don't make me have to call the call the ambulance. Yeah, because she saw she was like, "Calm down, you can you'll be okay, you'll be okay." Because the security was at the gate, so we got we went through security. We got on the flight, girl, from Amsterdam back to New York, and then we get to we get we land. This story at, ain't done yet. You still got okay. <laughs> what, we, what, happened? what happened? We landed. At, I can't remember whether we landed at Newark or JFK. I think we landed at Newark. And girl, we get there, and because we're coming from Amsterdam, that they put the dogs on like flights from like Jamaica. <laughs> Amsterdam, any place that's like a druggy, oh that's like a druggy place. God. Bitch, don't you know his coat still smelled like weed because he kept marijuana in the pocket of his coat the whole fucking oh, time. Bitch, God. I thought we were getting ready to get locked up. The dog, they had the dog sniff, sniff everyone like getting our luggage, girl. They did not get him somehow. The dog missed him, girl. So, Miss Devereaux. <laughs> I gotta tell you, a lot of this stuff that happened doesn't have nothing to do with Amsterdam. Fuck her! <laughs> Fuck Amsterdam, bitch. Fuck that city. Because she got me fucked up. It sounds like there's a lot of trauma here from yes. that person, but not necessarily no. the city itself. But she screwed me over because I was flying back from Turkey one time. I went to Turkey and connected in Amsterdam, coming back to Detroit. And that bitch, like, had me... I thought I was going to have to stay overnight in Amsterdam again because of that snowstorm, bitch. (laughs) Fuck Amsterdam. Fuck her. Okay. Okay. Got it. Leave her alone. You're not going to see her anymore. Never. Uh, Never. So where, post-corona, 2021, maybe 2022, where are the places you think you most want to go? So post-corona, you know, I've always really wanted to go to Japan. Like, that, to me, is oh. number one. Always. Oh, yeah, we have talked about Tokyo. Yeah. And, and Kyoto. I want to go to Kyoto, too, girl. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And my brother is a Japanophile type of girl. He's He goes there all the time. He speaks Japanese and stuff. And he he wanted to go on a trip in April of this year, girl. Like, he he was plan, trying to plan a, tr- a trip for us back in the um some, or back in the fall and just i'm glad we didn't spend our money on that bullshit because we would have been fucked yeah. up so yeah girl but i really want to go to japan what about you girl i i think i think japan's up there for me i mean there's a lot of i just want to go back to asia because um not just you know i did have a good time in thailand but i have to go to taiwan because you know miss hong kong she um she might be up out of here. She might be so. done, girl. Yeah. And I loved so. her. I've always wanted to take girls back to see her. I love Miss Hong Kong. But I know she'll never be the same. I went in like 2012, girl. That bitch is not the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of the yeah. show. But um, yeah, I think it would be... um, Yeah, I think it would be between like Japan, Taiwan, maybe Korea. Just, oh, know, yeah. That could be although, You know, they're mixed on black people because, you know, they don't have a see as many. But anyway. um, But yeah, I'm just... Whenever that'll be, I mean, we just got that band today, so one day we'll be traveling. <laughs> one day, one I mean, day, bitch. We twenty twenty five and shit. Bitch. Oh, stop, stop it. I mean, we were talk- joking about. Oh, we we're gonna go thinking about going to Brazil for New Year's Eve, but uh, we were. That was our plan. As of which we, you know, yeah. After my Colombia trip, I was already on the fence about, but um, oh. yeah, that's <laughs> on some. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we ain't going to Brazil, um, bitch, for a lot of reasons. We're not. We're not. We're not. Yeah. Um, so, couple quick things. Um, so, listener mail and comments, as always, we told you at the top of the show, you can send them to askthem, A-S-K-T-H-E-M, at twosavequeens.com. You can also leave us a message at 323-438-2278. 
2827. Uh, I just want to read a couple comments that we've had. Thank you so much for leaving them. Um, we love, we do see them, and I'm sorry for taking <laughs> so long to read them. <laughs> um, so I have one from Denny who says the show is incredible. It's definitely a highlight of my week. Um, I, I think I know who Denny is, so. Thank you, girl. You know, white fan. <laughs> I was a white listener. Love it. Um, we have one from CG underscore G. I don't know who that is. Um, a great listen. Short episode. I think, you know, we're talking about um, Miss Deverell, which will make a return at some point. Yeah, girl. Uh, I our- did for my mental health. I had to take a break <laughs> from the, the news, girl. I had to take me a break. That's all it was. You know, I'll come back self-care, to Self-care. 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 Uh, Short episodes are informative and the perfect pick me up. Longer episodes are funny and engaging. Well, you in a long one this week, girl. <laughs> I think that's a Twitter girl that I that we follow. I think that girl might have her own podcast too. I think oh, I need to look her up. Yeah, nice. that that name, that screen name looks familiar, mm. girl. Um, and then from Cassell underscore Anna, hilarious, great listen, especially during the Rona, which continues. So. We can't be with y'all on these commutes, but at least we'll be with y'all while y'all stuck inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the girls are not really quarantining anymore, but I mean, well, the gr- for now, for now, bitch, they'll be back in quarantine soon, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now it's time for thoughts and prayers. Um, I have a couple um, quick ones. Do you want to go first? You want me to? I want you to go first, girl. So uh, mine is, um, I think we've been seeing a lot of we talked about the you know the Mississippi flag, which is a symbolic gesture, still a meaningful one. Um, Aunt Jemima, <laughs> Jane and her Uncle Tom on the um, the grits, um, renaming Splash Mountain, which I think is a whole okay. Oh, Uncle I, Ben, Uncle Ben, girl, Uncle, Uncle ben, ben. Sorry, Uncle Ben. On the, Uncle rice, on the rice, yeah, Uncle on Ben, Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't get that rice. That's not what we got in my family. <laughs> but um, Splash Mountain, you know, the Disney park getting renamed to like. The, the Princess and the Frog movie because of Song of the South, which is a racist Disney um, cartoon. A lot of the cartoons back in the day were pretty racist. Great way to teach your children how to be racist. Uh, but for me, I'm yeah. like, I'll take these symbolic gestures. Yeah, but... small victories. I mean, some girls have been, even though these are small victories, some girls have been fighting for this stuff for a long time. Yeah, you know? but but I also, you know, let's not, we still need that, you know, the material change. We yes. still need those sustainable changes. Like, okay, you're going to rename it after this movie where uh, the first black Disney princess is a frog for most of the movie. But let's green light that next black Disney movie. Like, let's make sure those executives who work at, you know, PepsiCo or different places who, like, put out, who have the Aunt Jemima product, that they get to become CEO. Let's look at these boardrooms who still continue to be white. Let's have people step down like Serena's husband. Um, that's the kind of change that's material, and we need that as well. Um, so just a quick point on that. Um, and then just prayers out to Miss Hong Kong, which, um, you know, today, I don't remember we talked about on the show, but, you know, they had a law that we, I think we did say something about it. But yeah, they had a, law, a new security um, law that was issued by security Beijing. law, mm-hmm. which they pretty much see as a way of, you know, Beijing and, you know, mainland China putting influence because the law is written in a way that is vague enough and flexible and open enough that basically any sort of dissent, protest, the things that are really the only way we're getting any change in this country can be led to them getting their asses shipped right back to mainland and getting thrown in Chinese jails where that shit is no joke. You disappear. They, they're not humane and about a lot of things, you know, but, um, I think this is, feels like a real turning point. Um, like literally as that law passed, like people started shutting down their Twitter, people started resigning from like, you know, activist groups, like, 
those girls definitely need our support. I don't know what the way forward is for her because I think Miss China is just doing her own thing. And right now we're just so consumed with our own fucking problems and making sure we get ourselves right for the fall. But I at least want to talk about that because that definitely feels like a moment in time. And, you know, eyes are going to be on Miss Taiwan. I think she's in a little bit of a better place internationally. But... You never know. Miss China, Miss Russia, they're doing whatever they want at this they point. They are. There's Especially no one to with, stop them. with Miss DJT as president, they know they can get away with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I actually want to pray for some Chinese girls, too. Like, for the Muslim girls in China, for the Muslim people in China, the Uyghurs uh, who live in the Western provinces in China, who, mm. you know, over a million of them from news reports have been thrown in a version of a concentration camp. Like those re-education kind of camps Exactly, re-education camps. Some of them have disappeared indefinitely from their families. The families don't know if they're even deceased or not. And this is basically a modern day, like, form of, like, a a Holocaust for, Hmm. you know, a smaller version of it, but in China for Muslims. So I feel like that is something, you know, I want to send some thoughts and prayers to that. And I want you girls to look that up because that is... You know, that's an ongoing story that we need to be following. And without a strong American leadership, like that story is getting buried, you know, beneath other crazy headlines because we got mm. this president. So we need to vote in a new president because maybe Miss Joe Biden, she might, you know, raise raise that as an issue with China. But I want to also pray for some Muslim girls in Detroit, too, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, like I definitely, we have a large, you know, Arab Muslim population here and and black Muslim population here in Detroit, girl. And, you know, I really, I'm actually, I have some close ties to the Muslim community here, girl. And, but, you know, I was at Target the other day, girl. Um, I I tried to go to Target the other day and I saw, I went to a community that has a lot of, you know, Arab Americans and Muslims and girls, like a lot of people wearing their hijab, girl, but they didn't have a no face mask, girl. So you covering your hair, but you're not covering your face, girl. So I... I want the Muslim community because they've actually been hit. They actually, along with the black community, they've actually been hit. Um, the Muslim, the Arab community, and the Arab Christians too, the Chaldeans have been hit hard by coronavirus. I want I want those girls to also, you know, be following the guidelines and because they're people of color too and they have really been hit hard in our area by coronavirus, owning stores throughout the community and whatnot. Mm. Um, and I want so, girl, the together. cloth isn't enough? I mean, we have a cloth that's not enough. Girl, but they not you. Those girls had they they didn't have any nothing on their face girl i mean they oh. just had it on their hair they just had it on their hair oh, so. oh. So I, wanted, I thought it was like a fully cut like a headshot oh okay that's well the, that's called the that that's called when they have it over their face that's either called a burqa or a niqab oh right 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 yeah. but the the hijab is just over the hair so oh, i need the girls you know and the men had nothing you know and okay. the men and, and oh so they're really not doing it they're okay. not doing it girl so i'm like okay i mean that's great. You could all cover in your hair, cover the face too, girl. Like, you know, put on a mask. Put on a put on a mask, girl. Put so I wanna keep the Muslim mask. girls in our you know, we too shade queens, but I wanna keep the Muslim girls in our prayers too, all across the world, <laughs> from China to Detroit. I mean, we're not just you know, we're for all girls. We're not just Christian girls. <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah. That's true. Um so I think that's our show. Went a little long today, but hope you all enjoyed it. Um, thank you as always for spending time with us. Um, please make sure to follow us on social media, um, on Instagram at Two Save Queens, on Twitter at Two Save Queens. We're also now going to be on TikTok. We're going to go hang out with Generation Z and see what they're doing over hey, there. Uh, hey. I don't know. <laughs> So you can find us also on there at Tuesday Queens if y'all are cool enough to have that. Um, 
Also, don't forget to rate us, um, write comments. We'll read them on the show. Send us emails. We love all of that stuff. Um, and with that, we'll see you next week. But Miss Devereaux, do you have a final word for the children? Marsha P. Johnson. She was on the homepage on Google today on Tuesday. Mm. You go, your girls are going to be listening on Wednesday or later, but she was on the Google homepage on Tuesday. So happy pride and look her up if you don't know who she is. Marsha P. Johnson, girls. Marsha P. Johnson. Okay? Yeah. Look her up. All right. All right. Sylvia, Sylvia Rivera is a good one, too. Um, all right. Thank you. Bye, girls. Mm-hmm.